Tonight we have with in our midst one of us here who has already seen. We are reading from verse 15 to 20. Thank you, Jesus. If you are the one that will hear a testimony tonight, let me hear your loud amen. amen. Mark chapter 16 from verse 15 to 20. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized. I'm sure you can see that. Don't just believe alone. Many of you are born again, but you have not been water baptized. You may not make heaven. He that believeth and is baptized. So if you have not been water baptized, this is your Saturday. The one you did when you were born is not water baptism. The one you did before you gave a life to Christ is not water baptism. So make sure you are here this Saturday, 6 a.m., to be water baptized. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Say loud amen to that. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And then verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Father, bless your word one more time and let no one here tonight leave here the same way they came. In Jesus' name. Please be seated. Walking in the supernatural part three. The supernatural like we have seen in our previous teaching is the natural habitat of the redeemed. The supernatural should be a normal way of life for a child of God. The supernatural lifestyle should be a normal way of life for the redeemed. In John chapter 3, verses 6 and 8, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And in verse 8, we are told from scripture that, look at it here, paraphrase. That as a child of God, you are like a wind. People may not know where you are coming from, but they cannot determine where you are going. They can also determine where you are going. They can't understand the workings of God in your life because you are a sign and a wonder. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, the scripture says, I and the children the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and we are for wonders. Nobody should be able to deny your effect. They may not be able to understand your move. But they can't deny the effect of your impact. They cannot deny the effect of what is happening in your life. Of the power of God, the hand of God that they can see in your life. We are told from scripture in 1 John 4 verse 17. That as Christ is today, so are we. Which means anything you can see in Christ, anything you can imagine about Christ, 
That is what we should be working in today. We should not be stranger to the lifestyle of the supernatural. When you look at the ministry of Jesus while he was here on the earth, his whole ministry, his whole life was characterized by the supernatural. Never lack ones, never seek ones. Every time there was a need, provision came. When he needed to feed 5,000 men, there was more than enough provision. I decree for somebody here, you will never lack again in Jesus' name. There was more than enough provision for him. John chapter 5 from verse 5 to, John chapter 6 from verse 5 to 14. When he got to Lazarus' grave, nobody died around Jesus. Everyone that seemed to die around him, all of them came back to life. The supernatural lifestyle. John 11, got to Lazarus' grave and Lazarus came back to life. His whole life was full of wonders. And in Mark chapter 5 verse 26, Mark chapter, 5, chapter 2 verse 12, it was said about him, we have seen strange things today. In Luke chapter 5 verse 26, they said about him, we have seen strange things today. We never saw it in this fashion. So his lifestyle was characterized by wonders, wonder testimonies. He was unique. He was different. He saw the wind and then about to capsize the boat and he was sleeping in the midst of the storm. Never worried once. Was always in charge of situation. Always in charge of life circumstances. When they woke him up, the unbelievers in the boat woke him up. He looked at the storm and said, peace be still. And the storm come down. The supernatural lifestyle. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see every storm in your life coming down tonight in Jesus' name. And Jesus came and said in John 14, 12. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do. And greater works than this shall he do also because I go to my father. So anything you see in Christ should be replayed in your life. When you look at the apostles in the Bible, you see them living the life of the supernatural. They were a wonder to the environment. We are told about Paul the apostle and Manabas in Acts chapter 14 verse 11. They said about them, the gods are come down in the likeness of men. They saw them as gods. The gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. In Acts chapter 28, verse 1 to 6. In verse 6, they saw Paul. When they, they expect Paul to die, he refused to die. And the Bible says they concluded he must be a god. Hallelujah. I love that. They concluded he must be a god. All expectation of the enemy concerning you will never come to pass. Yeah. That amen is not good enough. Yeah. Let me hear your louder amen to that. Yeah. Your louder amen to that. Yeah. They expected him to die, his body to swell up because of the snake, the venomous snake, viper around him. He shook it up into the fire and continued his life. And they waited for him to die. The Bible says he did not die. And they changed their mind that he must be a God. That's how they should look at you. People must see you different. They must see everything unique about you. When others are crying, you should not join them to cry. Nobody should sympathize with you. When others are breaking down in sickness, it must not be a part of your portion. You must keep enjoying a lifestyle of the God that is in you. Psalm 2 verse 6 tells us, ye are gods. You are not an ordinary human being. You may look, you may wear a human, a human structure. You are not an ordinary human being. Ye are gods, and all of you are the children of the most high God. So every child of God carry a God nature. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. 
we are partaker of his divine nature. And that nature launches us into a lifestyle of the supernatural. A lifestyle of another world. We live like a supernatural being on the earth. They said about the apostles in Acts 17 verse 6. They said the men that have turned the world upside down have come here. I love that. The men that have turned the world upside down have come here. That is it. They were different from the, from the environment. The men that have turned the world upside down, everywhere they got to, they caused commotion. Everywhere they got to, they saw things different in their lives. That is how people will see you from today in the name of Jesus Christ. What are the keys to the supernatural? Number one, in the course of our teaching, we have seen you need a supernatural mentality. You don't approach issues naturally. You need a supernatural mentality. Approach all issues. All issues supernaturally. How will God approach it? What will God do if God were there? You must have the God consciousness in you all the time, 24-7. You must not look at things from the human perspective. Somebody's talking around you, you are telling them as human beings, what can one do? You have already destroyed your life. As human beings, as a human being, eh? what can one do? No, 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 no. You are not a human being. You are a spiritual being. Somebody say living amen. So, you approach all issues super spiritually. You carry a supernatural mentality. Because as you think in your heart, so are you. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Number two, you must release the supernatural by your word, the spoken word. We saw that last Wednesday. You are always speaking boldly. You are speaking loud. Whatever you want to see, you don't want to see it to say it. You say it to see it. You say it to see it. Many are saying what they don't want. And that's why they are saying what they don't want in their lives. You say things you want to see in your life. Numbers 14, 28. It says, say unto them. As they are spoken in my ears, so will I do unto them. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Very, very assured to you. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. So, you operate in the realm of the supernatural by the sound of your word. By the word coming out of your mouth. I cannot be sick. You must come out of your mouth. Don't ever say, I'm sick. Don't ever say, I'm poor. Don't ever say, things are not working. Don't ever say, I'm tired. Let the weak say, I am strong. Somebody shout a living amen. You don't say what you are saying. You say what you want to see. You don't speak your situation. You speak what is written to correct your situation. You enforce what is written on your situation by declaring it. Many of us have found of saying our situation, declaring all the time. How are you? Oh, things are not working. And that's why things are not working. You declare what is written to change your situation. That's how things work in this kingdom. That's how things work in this kingdom. So, to work in that realm, you must open your mouth wide to declare the word of God. Psalm 81, verse 10. You see, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. Now, let's move on. Number three. Number three key to working in the supernatural. Be on the go. You must be on the go. You must be on the go. What does that mean to be on the go? You are committed to a lifestyle of soul winning. You are committed to a lifestyle of soul winning. Winning soul. Serving God. Reaching out to others. 
That is what opened up your life to a lifestyle of the supernatural. In Mark chapter 16, our anchor scripture, from verse 15 to 20, he said, These signs shall follow them. Follow, follow. That means you must be going for signs to be following. If you are on the same spot, no sign will follow you. Is somebody hearing me right now? He said, These signs shall follow, follow. So that means you are on the move for signs to follow you. Somebody say loud, amen. You can't be sitting down on one spot and expect to see signs and wonders. You can't be sitting down in the church all the time and expect to see signs and wonders. You must be on the go for signs and wonders, for the supernatural lifestyle of God to be your portion. Come on, somebody say, Living Amen. amen. What are those signs? You shall cast out devils, you speak with new tongues, you lay your hand on the sick. I mean, this, that's a supernatural lifestyle. You are the one laying hand on the sick, they are not laying hand on you. Come on, somebody hear me right now. Satan has no right to stay on your body or stay in the middle of your life. You are the one casting me out. You are the one telling the devil where to go. So, that is a supernatural lifestyle. You are in control of situation. You are in control of circumstances you are not under. I decree for somebody here today. You are going over in the name of Jesus Christ. Beginning from today, you will never come under in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your louder amen like thunder. That's what happened to you. You just see yourself operating a different world in the world of the supernatural when you are on the go. The first miracle healing I ever saw in my life came when I was on the go. In 1986, 1986 in ABU Teaching Hospital Zaria. After the Sunday morning service, I was on the go to the world, accident world, and then sharing the gospel. Winning soul and praying for people in the world. I used to go from war to war, war to war, from bed to bed inside the war. Finish the war, take the next war. Finish that war, take the next war. I could be there from afternoon till night before I go home. Is somebody hearing me right now? And then there was this man who was a driver of a trailer, driving a trailer from Lagos to Kano, and had a major accident, and his leg was broken, his bone was broken. Is somebody hearing me right now? And they were going to operate on him, and here was I sharing the gospel with him. I shared the gospel with him. The bone was completely broken. And then I prayed for him. He was supposed to be operated the following day. When I prayed for him, on the go, he was healed. On the go. The supernatural. When you are on the go, signs and wonders will follow you. The power of God will follow you. The glory of God will follow you. Somebody say, loud amen. From tonight, they must see a new you from this service. I say from tonight, they must see a new you from this service. I say from tonight, they must see a new you from this service. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen. These signs shall follow them that believe. Hmm? Now, very quickly, let's look at two major things. How the going command the supernatural. How your going command the supernatural. What is it that makes your going to command the supernatural? Number one, understand that when you're on the going, you are propagating the gospel of power. Everyone on the go carries God's power. Everyone on the go carries God's power. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Paul speaking, he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I love that. For it is the power of God. Power of God. So the gospel of Christ is a gospel of power. 
It is the power of God unto salvation. To them that believed. To the Jew first and then to the Greek. So, the gospel is the gospel of power. Until you preach the gospel, you can't see the power in the gospel. Until you preach the gospel, the power in the gospel cannot be released. Until you preach the gospel, I, I don't care how many years you have been in the church, how many years have been born again, you will never experience the power of God in your life. The power of God is only released when you are committed to preaching the gospel. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. These signs shall follow them that go, that, that, I mean, that, 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 that move, preaching the gospel. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. As you preach the gospel, you will see my power at work. That's what God is saying here. In Acts chapter 8, you read from verse 1. How Philip preached in Samaria. The gospel, verse 5 tells us, that the whole Samaria was full of joy. And not just that, all the witchcraft in town, everybody in the city came together and dropped all their witches. They dropped all their things, right? And they burned them to ashes. Why? They saw power. Power. When you are committed to preaching the gospel, you will experience God's power. Somebody here today, you are going home with power in the name of Jesus. I said you are going home with power in the name of Jesus. I said you are going home from here with power in the name of Jesus. In Mark chapter 16 verse 20, talking about the apostles, the Bible says they went for preaching everywhere. And the Lord was walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. Come on, I love that. They went forth preaching everywhere. The Lord was walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. So when you are on the go preaching the gospel, signs and wonders follow you. Somebody say loud amen. Signs and wonders follow you. The gospel carries power. You remain an important believer when you are not a preacher of the gospel. I'm telling you. That's what guarantees power to manifest. Many years ago, we went on, on a gospel rampage in a place they call Kulende. That's, it. That's the name they call the place. Kulende somewhere in, in Lawrence. We took the church bus. We drove down there as a young Christian. That's over 20 years ago. And this family of many children came out. While we were preaching the gospel, the power of God came down on them. They weren't believers. They, I think they were worshipping alligator, crocodile. You see them in their compound. While we were preaching the gospel, the power of God came down. All of them right in front of their houses, they were slain the spirit. All of them were on the floor, on the ground. All of them. The following day, they came to church. Somebody say, loud amen. The following day, they came to church. You will only see power when you are committed to preaching the gospel. And you know what? You need power to exist here. Otherwise, Satan will mess up your life. They went for preaching everywhere. The Lord was working with them and confirming the word with signs following. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, Jesus came and spake unto them and said, All power, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, go ye and teach all nations. So, that power can only be experienced when you're on the go. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, I go right now and teach all nations, baptizing them. Now, that power is activated when you are on the go, preaching the gospel. That's why every child of God must not sit down. You must be on the go. 
winning soul for Jesus. That's the only way. Your Christianity will be a proof to others to be saved. Many of us have lost the power of Christianity. You, don't, you are not different from a non-believer. They see you as somebody who is the same like them. When they are sick, you are sick. When they sack people, they sack you. When they don't have money, you don't have money. You are the same with them. They can't see the power of the gospel in your life because you are not a preacher of the gospel. If you preach the gospel, God's power will manifest in your life. Number two, what is it? Or how does your going command the supernatural? When you're on the go, you carry divine presence. When you're on the go, you carry divine presence. Nothing guarantees you're walking the supernatural like God's presence. Everyone on the go carry God's presence. Amen. In John chapter 3 verse 2, Nicodemus said about Jesus, he said, no man can do these miracles except God be with him. No man can do these miracles except God be with him. You want to see miracles in your life? You want to see signs and wonders in your life? You want to see the supernatural lives in your life? Make sure you are a carrier of divine presence. And look at it here. When you are out preaching the gospel, God follows you. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. They went for preaching everywhere. The Lord was walking with them. I love that. The Lord was walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. Everyone that goes forward with the gospel carry divine presence. Let me tell you something. One of my greatest secrets in life and destiny is divine presence. That's why I don't mess up around me. You don't try it. Divine presence. <laughs> Anywhere you see me, you see God. I enter into a service like many of you assisted here like many years back and passed in front of somebody. As soon as I didn't touch him. And then something like a load on his head was removed. He tapped the person next to him. Who is this person? They told him my name. Now, this church has not started. That's about 20 years ago. They told him my name. Right there and then he found his way to our church. Came through our Bible school. His whole life changed by reason of that. Divine, somebody say divine presence. When you are committed to preaching the gospel, you carry his presence. You carry his presence. You carry his presence. One day I was in my office and my wife brought one of her members, old members, to my office and said, she came, the woman came to greet her and said, before you leave, make sure you say hello to daddy. And then she was bringing that to my office. As soon as my wife opened the door and I just stood up to welcome them, the woman, as I'm talking to you today, till tomorrow, she can't enter my office. She couldn't enter. Right there in front of the, of the door. She screamed. I, did, I was not praying. No. Neither was I fasting. Praise the Lord. But you carry his presence. You can't carry it today. Many people here today are carrying it. Is somebody hearing me right now? She screamed. The she started manifesting there. I said, I bind that devil in you right now. Come out of her in Jesus' name. She couldn't enter my office. Divine presence. One of my childhood, childhood friends came. I've known him for about 30 years. He came to my office and said, you know what? Anytime I enter your office, I sit before you. I feel God. I can see God. Divine presence. That's what guarantees the life of the supernatural. Glory be to God. When you carry his presence, no sickness can misbehave around you. When you carry his presence, I tell every devil that sees you clear. 
I decree for somebody here today. Whatever came with you as a challenge is turned to a testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. I said it's turned to a testimony for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and shout a ladder amen to that. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. He said, Lo, as you go for preaching the gospel, Lo, I am with you always. I love that. Lo, I am with you always. Always, not sometime. Always. Oh, glory. You know, I just love that. I don't know. I don't know how you live your life. But I can't live without one minute without that divine presence. I'm conscious of it 24-7. I'm conscious of it. If I make a move and I can't see God, I turn back immediately. That's why in my years of driving, never had one accident once. I can't have a why must I have an accident? Why? God can God has accident? You can walk in the realm of the supernatural. You can walk in that realm where every situation in life obeys you. Sickness obey you. The storm of life obey you. Is somebody hearing me right now? I, I decree whatever came with you as a challenge here today. It's turned to a testimony for you in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your amen like thunder. Let me hear your amen like thunder. When we were negotiating for our second property in Tony Street, 33 Tony Street, we didn't have the money. We have bought property without money. You see, you don't need money to live in this world. You need his presence. When you carry his presence, uncommon doors will flung themselves open before you. I went to see the man in Apapa, the owner of the building. And I said, we need your house. <laughs> Glory be to God. We need your house. The man looked at me. And then he said, well, we are going to pay this amount of money, 400000 that time. That's a lot of money. About 19 years ago, 18, 19 years ago, you will pay 400000 per annum. I said, well, we don't have that right now, but we need that house. And while I was talking, the man looked at me. As, He's an unbeliever. He was a chain smoker. He's dead now. He's late now. A chain smoker. While I was sitting before him, I don't know how I many, I can't count how many sticks he smoked. <sighs> put one down. And the pastor, what did you say? And they put another one down. And I think another one. Pastor, well, you said that place you wanted. I say yes. And then finish and put another down again. <laughs> and then listen to him. By the time he finished smoking his cigarette, he looked at me and say, Pastor, you know what? I just like you. Go and go and take over the house. We didn't, we didn't pay one naira. One naira. One naira. All this I say, I need money. I need the house. You need divine presence. Somebody hear me right now. We didn't pay one naira to get into the building. We moved in there and turned the whole place around. That is where your church started breaking through. Next to water parks. For somebody here today, you are living here with his presence for your dramatic change of story in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen if you are never praying for. I mean, you must be a carrier of his presence. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. He said, the Lord in the midst of you is mighty. I love that. The Lord in the midst of you is mighty. Mighty to do what? Mighty to say. He will rejoice over you in singing. Come on. The Lord in the midst of you will begin to perform wonders when you are committed to carry his presence. He said no man can do this work, these miracles, except God be with him. I see God being with you from today, going before you from today, going with you, coming behind you in the name of Jesus Christ. He will never leave you nor forsake you in the name of Jesus. I see God showing you the way forward from tonight in Jesus' name. 
you will never be stranded of his divine presence again let me hear your louder amen like thunder i see god staying by your side night and day let me hear your louder amen to that you will never look like an orphan again god's presence will envelope you envelope you in the morning the afternoon the night will envelope your house will envelope your family let me hear your louder amen like thunder Just be committed to preaching the gospel. Be committed to be a soul winner. I can tell you something. You will carry his presence. You carry his presence. I know I carry it. I'm so conscious of it. When I enter a place, the place, the environment change. There are people that, when they enter a room, you will see a change in the room. I'm privileged to be one of them. Is somebody hearing me right now? You can, when you carry something, don't I know I'm wearing the blue shirt? And must I need to be convinced? I know. Don't I know I'm a man? Will I need someone to tell me that are you a man? I'm a man. Is somebody hearing me right now? When you carry something, you will know. When you are wearing shoes, won't you know you are wearing shoes? Talk to me, somebody. When you carry his presence, you will also know. If you don't carry, you will also know you don't carry. But from tonight, you will carry it in the name of Jesus. I mean, you can't carry his presence and they will refuse you visa. Which nation? Who is the person refusing God that you are carrying? God appearing there for an interview and they will turn him down. From today, they will never turn you down anywhere again. Let me hear your amen at thunder. Let me hear your amen at thunder. You need that consciousness of his presence. Nobody should be able to say no to you. No. <laughs> we went somewhere to buy something two days or three days ago. Before I left, I said, Holy Spirit, what should we do? Should we go? God said, go. I, okay. So we got there. I knew what I wanted. What I wanted, they have never done it for anybody, big organization. And I told them, this is what we want. This is how we want it. They, all the heads of the department, the organization had to come together because of me. They kept going up and down. Going up and down. I said, this is what I want and I'm going to get it here. Otherwise, I'm not going. I said, you are seeing me here today. Now that you are seeing me today, it means you must do it. They opened their mouth. From today, anything you want, you will get it. Yeah. Let me hear you loud. You are looking at me like, yeah. let me hear you loud. Amen. Yeah. Thunder. The office closed at 5 p.m. Hold up everywhere because of me. Nobody could go home. Nobody could go. Everybody stay in the office. And I said, you must get it to me. And then they kept saying, argue. I said, well, everybody stand up now. It is done. Let us pray in Jesus' name. What I said must be. And I left the office. They agreed to everything I said. I made them agree to it. And I got what I wanted. From today, nobody will say no to you again. <laughs> Lift your hand and shout a louder amen to that. Just be a committed soul winner. You carry his presence everywhere you go. This thing we are talking about is real. We are not talking about fables. It's real. I was coming from London one day. I look at it here. At the airport, they were checking everybody. They were asking you, remove your shoe. Remove your wristwatch. Anything on you, remove it. Remove your bed. And this white man just looked at me. I saw that there is something different about this man. I was about to remove. He said, no, 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 no. Don't remove. You just go through. Everybody before me, remove everything except me. Divine presence. From today. Everywhere you appear, God will appear before you. 
God will appear with you. I said, God will appear with you. I said, God will appear with you. I said, God will appear with you. Just be committed to propagating the gospel. He said, Lo, as you go, I will be with you. And they went forth preaching everywhere. The Lord was working with them, confirming his word. We sign follow. You know, every time I stand by the roadside there to, to preach the gospel, win souls. You need to see what happened there. I don't spend time in winning souls. I don't spend time. The time of spending time in soul winning is gone. Come. You won't, you'll be born again now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You'll be born again now. He said, Do you want to be born again? He said, Yes. Put it right on your heart. Say after me, Jesus. Many of them are in church right now. Is somebody hearing me that they're in church right now? That's all it takes. Science and wonder. One woman had been passing this road with his, with her car. One day, I didn't know. She just came by herself and parked and said, Every time I see you by the road, I decide that today you must bless me. Park her car and walk up to me to be imparted. There was an unusual presence that was attracting people. I decree from today, your life will carry his presence. You will carry his glory and you will carry his anointing. Let me hear your louder. Amen. Be a committed gospel propagator. Quickly, what are the supernatural blessings in your going or in your soul winning? When you are committed to soul winning, what are the supernatural blessings? The supernatural act of God you should begin to see in your life. To, I mean, to expect in your life. Number one is divine health. Everyone that is on the go, that preaches the gospel, enjoy divine health. Enjoy divine health. <laughs> you can't break that. You look, let me tell you this. Before I came to know Jesus, if sickness passed in front of me, I would catch it. I used to have fever every month. Every month. Until I realized this secret. And when I realized this secret, I started preaching the gospel. Fever lost its soul. I told my wife last three, four days ago, I said, you know what? I said, sickness is tired of me. They have given up on me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because he was touching the head. I said, you know what? Sickness has given up on me. They have tried. I said, this man, let's give up on him. He can't be sick again. From today, I take it for somebody here. The last pain, sickness and disease you have in your body, discomfort you have in your body, is the last one you'll ever see in the name of Jesus. Just be a preacher of the gospel. You keep, you keep bouncing around like a stone. Did you see where Jesus fell down? And Peter running up and down. Eh? I say, ah, Master, Master, Master is sick. Is sick. Did you see where John was going up and down? Say, Master is sick. Nobody will run up and down on your behalf again in the name of Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Paul, the apostle, even though he had, I mean, Philip the physician, who was among his, 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 uh, his team, was never broke down once. Enjoy divine health. When you are committed to preaching the gospel, I tell you something, God purges your system. Purges your body, purges your heart, your kidney. Every part of your life is serviced by God Himself to keep you healthy. John chapter 15, verse 2. He said, Anyone who bringeth fruit, bringeth forth fruit, he purges them that they may bring forth more fruit. You become fruitful in your body. I love that. You enjoy divine health. Uh, chapter 23 of Exodus, verse 25 and 26. 
You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread. He shall bless your water. And then he said, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Nothing shall cast a young, nor be barren in the land. And the number of your day, God said, I will fulfill it. So everyone that is committed to preaching the gospel, committed to soul winning, listen to me. They don't lay hand on them to be healed. They lay hand on others. Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 16, verse 18. You shall lay hand on the sick, the sick shall recover. That's what you should be doing. Not anybody praying for you, gather around you, and then they are you. you, are, you are, they, your, your name now become a prayer point. That's wrong. You now become a prayer point for others to be praying about. Oh God, heal our brother. Let's, let's pray for our sister. No way! I decree for somebody here today. The last sickness you saw before you came here is the last one you've seen in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. No more sickness in your body. Let me hear your ladder. Amen to that. No more disease in your body. A ladder. Amen to that. Any small thing, you walk a little bit now, you break down. It's over. I said it's over. I said it's over. I said it's over. You cannot stand for 30 minutes. All your legs are aching you. How old are you? How old are you? You are not 70 yet. Behaving like a 91-year-old woman. Everything is aching. My leg, my leg, my leg. It's over today. I said 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 it's over today. In the name of Jesus. And number two, you enjoy divine favor. Hmm. Divine and nothing def define the limits of any man's destiny like God's favor. When you carry his favor, uncommon doors are open for you. In Acts chapter 2, verse 47, talking about the early church, the Bible says, praising God, having favor with all the people. They had favor with all the people. Why? Because the early church were committed to soul winning. They were always on the go. They were always on the go. Always on the go. So they enjoy unusual dimension of favor. Psalm 102 verse 13 to 15. That will arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her. Yea, her set time is come. Hmm? For thy servant take a pleasure in her stones. Hmm? And favor the dust thereof. Therefore the hearing shall fear the name of the Lord. Because of what they will see in your life, they heed him with fear the name of the Lord. I pray for somebody here today. By what God will do in your life today, tonight, from this encounter, unbelievers will fear God around you. I said they will fear God in the name of Jesus. I said they will fear God in the name of Jesus. I said they will fear God in the name of Jesus. You enjoy a common favor, why? Because you carry God's presence. Don't forget, every preacher of the gospel carry God's presence. And when you carry his presence, it's culminating to divine favor. Favor, favor, favor everywhere you turn to. Favor. I can't imagine anybody refusing me. You can't refuse me. It's not possible. I've not asked. You can't refuse me. You can't tell me there is no way. No. You can't tell me. I'm too conscious of the, what I'm telling you right now. And that's how I live my life. I enjoy supernatural favor. I don't live my life in the realm of the ordinary. No. 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 I release upon everyone here tonight the spirit of favor in the name of Jesus Christ. I said I release upon you tonight the spirit of favor in the name of Jesus Christ. 